Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a wonderful Wednesday. Wednesday. Boy, did I jump ahead. This must be Monday. All right. Well, we're excited about Jesus and thanking God every day for you. <clears throat> because you are such a great part of me. Well, we're joined together members one of another in the kingdom. Amen. So we really need one another. Have you ever tried to wash one hand? No, it doesn't work. I've had a band-aid or, you know, some kind of thing on one hand. Over my lifetime, I've probably wounded it and tried to wash one hand. No, you need two hands. So it is on this Monday that we are reasserting and remembering the fact that we need one another. No man is an island. No one is an island, they say. Okay, well, enough of that. <laughs> Welcome to our broadcast. I'm George Watkins. And if you have never been here before, thank you for staying long enough to get acquainted with us and to hear what God's saying to us and to, I believe, the church, the body of Christ, the ecclesia, Christians, believers, born-again people, all those who are in Christ receive from the Holy Spirit good revelation. All right. Well, we're going to talk today about first things first. I want to give you some thoughts on that. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you uh, maybe a little uh, introduction, an entrance into some of my thinking today. And uh, I was talking with my sister, Joanne, great woman of God, and we uh, <laughs> we love to dive in the deep end of the pool and see where the bottom is on our discussions about the, the, the heavenly things, the, you know, the kingdom stuff. Well, we were discussing that today, and we were reminded, we reminded each other as we talked, and she was encouraging her baby brother that uh, we have a first priority. Our first priority is to minister to God. Well, we have emphasized uh, our church service worship time. And I've been through, like some of you have, if you've been in the church, in the, in the kingdom of God for a number of years, you've been through some different styles and different applications of what we call worship. We used to call it a song service and a song leader. Well, somewhere in the charismatic days, they, they changed that to, to worship and worship leader because we were and are, and we attempt to worship the Lord. Well, if we're not careful, because we as humans tend to lean toward entertainment, if we're not careful, they, it can become programmed where we're performing instead of really worshiping. Because worship comes out of the heart, doesn't it? It doesn't come out of the talent. We love talent. God gave it to us so we could enjoy it. My mother was a was a woman of God, preacher, evangelist, pastor. Of course, my dad and her were team members, but she couldn't sing a lick. 
well, she sang all the time. <laughs> that was it. She couldn't carry the note very well. I can still hear her doing dishes or cooking in the house late in her later years, singing away out of tune, but boy, did she love the Lord. Worship unto the Lord. So with that conversation, the Lord began to talk to me about first things first, because our first priority is to minister to him. Well, us preachers love preaching. Us teachers love teaching. And we love to do it in public. We love to do it in the church. We love to preach and teach to people. If we're not very sensitive and if we don't listen closely, after a number of years, we can study to preach. We can pray to make sure we're, we've got a good sermon. And somewhere along the way, you can forget the fact or miss the fact that we're really ministering to, to God. And out of the ministry to the Father, we have and release all the things we need to do to be, quote unquote, public ministers of the gospel. Well, setting that aside, the Bible teaches us that we are all ministers. We are all called of God. We all have an anointing. We all have a purpose and we all have a place in the body of Christ. Paul wasn't speaking to preachers. It wasn't a preacher's convention when he said one has a tongue, one has a song, one has a teaching, one has a prophecy. He said, let it all be done in decent, you know, in decent order. Well, he, that wasn't a room full of preachers. It was a, it was a room full of believers. So we're all called to minister those type of things and gifts. But let me show you a couple of thoughts out of the New Testament concerning first things first. Well, John 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All right. Now, seeking the kingdom is not building a church and seeking a congregation and, you know, witnessing on the street. When we seek the kingdom, we seek the king. <laughs> if you're going to come into the kingdom, the first thing you do is you find the, the palace and you find the king so that the king says, you're here legally. Amen. Well, <clears throat> that's important to know if we're going to have the benefit of all of these things added to me or you. Well, when they were talking about houses and lands and all the things, and Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And these things that you're troubling yourself about, they'll just be collateral blessings. They'll come along. They'll develop if you seek the Lord first. Interesting, isn't it? Now, Matthew 22 and 37 says, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. So that's a firsty. <laughs> Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. You know why we don't get along with our neighbor in the spiritual sense? Is because we may not have taken care of first base. I told you in my notes below, my little article, that 
I had a glorious summer in the mid-50s in Little League Baseball. I wasn't big enough to hit it, hit the ball past second base, so they taught me how to bunt. Then, and I would run like crazy to first base while old Fred ran in and made the score <laughs> and got the, you know, got all the praise. Well, I learned, the first thing I learned about baseball was you got to touch first base. I have done it. I'm sure if you were a baseball player, you did it once or twice. Run all the way around and touch home and the umpire says you're out. You say, what? I'm out. I just got in. No, he said, you didn't touch first base. There's things in the spiritual world we do that if we're not touching first base, we're missing the rest of it. So first things first, there's some things that are important for us to do. Jesus said in John 5, 19, that he did nothing, but first he touched first base with the father. Well, the Bible says, he didn't do anything he didn't see the father doing. So what is he doing? He's checking in. Now, I've been married 54 years. This, well, already. <laughs> I was counting in my head right real quick. 54 years. Okay. I have learned, sadly, or I should say <laughs> through, through trial and error, to check first at home before I make a plan. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. But, uh oh, I better check my wife's schedule. I better see if I've got something on my calendar. Now, what I'm saying is, did I plan to do something I don't know I'm doing? But first, I'm going to check at home. You see, if I, it, <laughs> I've done it a few times, really got goofed up. But check your calendar first, all right? Now. Jesus, in John 5, 19, he said, I do nothing but what I see, what I check first with the Father. Amen. So there's some things we do first that causes us to be able to do the right things second. Love the Lord thy God, and then you can love your neighbor. Love the Lord thy God. And then the loving of your neighbor comes naturally. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Well, there's some other things that we're called to do that give us a, um, an outward sign of an inward work. They say that about water baptism, don't they? An outward sign of an inward work. We do that. We go into water baptism indicating that we have been, we have died with Christ, we're buried with Christ, and as we come out of the water, we're risen with Christ. That's an outward sign of an inward work. The ring that we wear on our finger for our wedding vows is an outward sign of a, con, of a con, compact or a covenant we've made with our wife. Isn't that something? Okay. Well, couple of thoughts on uh, things that we do that are firsties, tithing and offerings. Tithing especially being the first fruits of our labor, a 10% first fruits of our labor. Now, <clears throat> there's, you know, they bat that ball back and forth trying to see who's 
right? Is it in the New Testament? Isn't it in the new, you know, back and forth? It's not for today. It is for today. I believe tithing is for today because the principle doesn't change. What it tells me when I tithe, when I give my offering in my, you know, my first fruits was the Old Testament. You brought your first flock, your first baby goat, your first baby sheep, the best one, not the one that was crippled or, uh, you know, ugly. You brought the good looking one and you sacrificed that first. Why? Because you were telling the father that he was the supplier of all your needs and he's first in your life and you think of him first. That's this outward sign of a spiritual work in your heart. You do it first. On the first day of the week, Paul said, bring these things into the house. All right. Then not only tithing, but honoring our father and mother gives us long life. Now, honoring our father and mother is an outward sign of a of an inward attitude that the, the father and mother, the family is a earthly manifestation of a heavenly family just like the tabernacle in the old testament was a earthly manifestation of a heavenly tent a heavenly place where god dwelt a heavenly eden as it were it was representing on earth so the family then with the father and the mother and the and the produce the production of children producing children so when i honor my father and my mother i'm honoring god Jesus, the Holy Ghost, and the heavenly heavenly family. It's an honor. I'm doing it first. If I honor them first, I'll have long life, and he'll satisfy me through this life. So there you go, an outward sign of an inward work. So I'm, I'm redefining as I go every day. I redefine, I readjust. The Christian walk is somewhat like the rocket ship that blasts away and takes off out of Cape Canaveral, heading for the moon. It's not a straight shot. It's, you know, they calculate it. But what gets it to its target is the little adjustments along the way. A little bit here, a little bit there. They've got little side engines that they can shoot a puff of air out. And it brings it back into line. There's things in our life, including this understanding, there's some things that need to be done first. For instance, when I bring my gift to the altar, before I pray, check my heart to see if I've got unforgiveness. If I have some, an ought is the, is the King James word. If I have something against someone, I need to leave my gift at the altar and go and make it right with them and then come back and God then will receive my gift. Well, it would be prayer. What did Peter say about the way we treat our wife? If we don't treat our, our wife correctly, our prayers aren't, an, aren't heard. <laughs> Forget about being answered, they're not heard. Whoa. Hey, dear, where are you? I want you to forgive me. Okay. Well, I love you guys and gals. Thank you for tuning in on a Monday. And this is going to be a super week. I feel the engine of the Holy Ghost cranking up. 
I don't care if it is a Christmas season, we're going to have a Holy Ghost wonderful month. Enjoy, and we will see you in the morning. Don't forget, if you have not subscribed, hit that little subscription and the bell next to it on YouTube. On Facebook, friend me and like me and comment and thumbs up and share. (laughs) Amen. Thank you for those that have been nudged of the Lord to send us a support offering. We receive it, put it in the gas tank so we can go on down the road. Well, I don't have an electric car yet, but it's still gasoline. (laughs) Amen. I love you, and I will see you in the morning. Until then, be blessed. Remember, first things first. God bless.